بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله ارسل الله تعالى بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا داعيا الى الله باذنه وسراجا منيرا اما بعد وقال تعالى يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون وقال يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما وقال نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه واله وسلم ان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه واله وصحبه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدع وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار my brothers and sisters we are on the subject of the rights of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu which is our duty to fulfill and for which we will be held accountable and inshallah rewarded if we fulfill them and today i talk about the fourth of them which is to have fear and hope only from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because only he has power la nafi wala dharra illa allah la hawla wala quwwata illa billah so we seek help only from allah iyyaka na'bud wa iyyaka nasta'in and we have hope and fear only from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's the right of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu and a part of believing in the tawhid of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his uniqueness and that he alone is worthy of worship that we know and believe that all good and harm can only come from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to believe that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in control and owns everything because this is the reality and he is the initiator of all things and to him jalla jalaluhu is the return of everyone and everything this is a part of tawhid allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned his glory and majesty in many places in the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim tabarakalladhi bi yadihi almulk wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir allah said blessed is he in whose hand is the dominion he owns and controls everything and he is able to do all things and then he said qulillahumma malikal mulk tu'til mulka man tasha wa tanzi'ul mulka mimman tasha wa tu'izzu man tasha wa tudhillu man tasha bi yadikal khair innaka ala kulli shay'in qadir تُولِجُ اللَّيْلَ فِي النَّهَارِ وَتُولِجُ النَّهَارَ فِي اللَّيْلِ وَتُخْرِجُ الْحَيَّ مِنَ الْمَيِّتِ وَتُخْرِجُ الْمَيِّتَ مِنَ الْحَيِّ وَتَرْزُقُ مَن تَشَاءُ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ الله سبحانه وتعالى said which means say o muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam o allah possessor of the kingdom you give the kingdom to whom you wish and you take the kingdom away from whom you wish and you honor whom you wish and you humiliate whom you wish in your hand is all good verily you are able to do all things 
You make night enter the day and you make the day enter the night. You bring the living out of the dead and you bring the dead out of the living. And you give wealth and sustenance to whom you will be ghayri hisab without limit and without account. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us all that we need in this world with khair and afiyah and without hisab inshallah. On the authority of Abdullah ibn Abbas radiallahu anhuma, he said one day I was behind Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam mounted and riding on the same mount. Now imagine these are things which in the khutbah I'm just going through it but it is these are hadiths that we should sit and reflect and try to put ourselves in this position so we the first and foremost thing is to understand the glorious position of these of our salaf salihin the sahaba ridwanullahi alayhi majmain and after that after them all the great ulama of sidq and haq who came after them the tabi'in tabi'in and so on imagine this he was a little boy at the time maybe he was 10 11 years old he is sitting behind rasulullah sallallahu on the same mount what does it mean it means his body is touching the body of rabi sallallahu maybe he is hanging on to the prophet sallallahu otherwise he'll fall off right that is the level of closeness and then what happens when somebody is met, this is a message for us when somebody is close to you what must you do do some good for that person Right? Do some good for that person. Today we have friends and all we do is we, what we call fun. And fun is anything which is not serious. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying, you know, always be serious. But by all means, laugh and so on. But think about what good can I do to this person who's, who I call my friend. From me, what is this person benefiting? Rasulullah could have just gone. I mean, he is a 10, 11 year old boy. He's his cousin. He's, you know, he knows him. He lives in his house. Karas. No. So what does he do, sallallahu alaihi wasallam? He said, "Oh, young man, I will teach you some words of advice." And then he said, "Be mindful of Allah, tawajjo on Allah, dhyan on Allah, focus on Allah, thought of Allah subhanahu wa taala in my life 24/7." He said, "Be mindful of Allah, and Allah subhanahu wa taala will protect you." Be mindful of Allah and you will find him in front of you. If you ask, then ask only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you seek help, seek help only from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And know that if the nation, if all of creation, every living being were to gather together to benefit you with anything, they would not benefit you except with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already prescribed for you. And if they all gather together, all of them gather together to harm you with anything, they would not be able to harm you except with what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already prescribed against you. The pens have been lifted and the, pe- and, and the ink is dried. Pages have dried. And this is in Tirmidhi. In another narration, not in Tirmidhi, Rasulullah is reported to have said in the same situation, he said, be mindful of Allah and you will find him in front of you. Recognize and acknowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in times of ease, meaning, shukr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, being thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be recognized and, and acknowledge Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in times of ease and prosperity and he will remember you in times of adversity. 
and know that what passed you by was not going to touch you. And know that what has touched you, what has befallen you was not going to pass you by. And know that victory comes with patience, relief with affliction and hardship with ease. My brothers and sisters, I remind myself and you that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised to test us in various ways. Physical, material, mental, spiritual. And he praised those who behave with patience and remain steadfast in the face of trials. We must remember that this life itself is a test. To each of us, this test comes in his or her own way. But it's a test, the result of which we will see in the Akhirah, inshallah, where we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to reward us for it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَلَا نَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقُصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ الَّذِينَ إِذَا أَصَابَتْهُمْ مُصِيبَةٌ قَالُوا قَالُوا إِنَّا لِلَّهِ وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ أُولَئِكَ عَلَيْهِمْ صَلَوَاتٌ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Baqarah, We shall certainly test you with fear and hunger and loss of property, loss of lives and loss of crops and material. But give good news to those who are sabirin, who are steadfast. Those who say when afflicted with a calamity, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajiun. We belong to Allah and to Him we shall return. On them is blessing and mercy from their Rabb Jalla Jalalhu. And it is they who are rightly guided. I always remind myself when I read this ayat. If someone were to tell me that what are you willing to give? To get a certificate from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That I am rightly guided. And to get the salawat, the salam of Allah on me. And to get a guarantee of the rahmah of Allah on me. What will I be willing to pay for this? To get this absolutely guaranteed, without a, without doubt. What am I willing to give? Eh? I would be willing to give every single thing, every breath in my body. Because everything I have, in any case, one day I will not have access to it. I came to this country two years ago. In my country, I have property, I have all kinds of stuff. None of that is of any use to me here. So what have I lost? Nothing. I'm very happy. I'm very happy being here. Every single morning I wake up, I come out of my house and say, Subhanallah. Alhamdulillah. I don't miss anything. Because even if all of that comes here, still one day I will leave it. The key to contentment is to understand that none of this is going to be with us. So getting it is no happiness and leaving it is no sadness. Alhamdulillah, I don't mean that in a way of, of not being shukur to Allah. Alhamdulillah, getting it, we are happy. Alhamdulillah, Allah has given me. Alhamdulillah. But not happiness as in, oh my God, I want this thing. No. Who cares? I don't have it today. So tomorrow when I die, it's not their big deal. I, I already don't have it. And even after living in this world, if there is no effect of not having it, what use is, what use is that in my khabar? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
is promising. He says, if you get a calamity, may Allah protect us. What is our calamity? We're nothing. Yeah, you get sick for a few days. That's it. Khalas. What else is there? If you read the history, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm a history buff. My, my major was history and I read history all the time. If you read history, you understand what is the meaning of calamity. The times that human beings have gone through. The times of the Muslim Ummah has gone through. May Allah protect us from such things. Yet there were people who stood firm and steadfast and they didn't move. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for steadfastness. That is the biggest virtue and that is the biggest strength. Sabat, steadfastness. Rasulullah then said, if anything happens to you, meaning anything negative happens to you, do not say, if only I had done such and such, then this would not have happened. He said, say instead, Allah decreed and what he wills will happen. Because if only opens the door to shaitan. It makes you, send you into depression and brooding and grief and constantly, oh my God, I wish I had not done this, if only this. I... No, this is the qadr of Allah, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. We know of course that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most merciful of those who has mercy, arhamur rahimin, And whatever he decrees is only for our benefit even if we do not see the logic of it right away. We have the story of Musa alayhi salam and Qadr alayhi salam in Surah Al-Kahf, which demonstrates this clearly. I remind myself and you that peace of mind lies in trusting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ensuring that we do not disobey him in any way and that we accept his Qadr. وَمَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ إِلَّا بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ يُؤْمِن بِاللَّهِ يَهْدِ قَلْبَهِ Wallahu bi kulli shayin alim. In Surah Taghabun, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, No calamity befalls, but with the leave, with the decision and the qadr of Allah. And whosoever believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will guide his heart. He will comfort him, he will support him, so that he understands that what happened is preordained and he is able to bear that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all knower. Aqulu qawli hadha astaghfirullah li wa lakum wa lisailil muslimin fastaghfiru. Innahu huwa al-ghafurur rahim. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam Tasliman kathiran kathira Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allahumma salli ala sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ala Muhammad Kama sallayta ala Ibrahima wa ala ala Ibrahima inna kahmidun wajid اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد. My brothers and sisters, this life is a test, the result of which we will see in the akhirah. We ask Allah Jalla Jalaluhu for His help to pass this test with flying colors. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala said, كل نفس ذائقة الموت وإنما توفون أجوركم يوم القيامة. فَمَنْ زُحْزِحَ عَنِ النَّارِ وَأُدْخِلَ الْجَنَّةَ فَقَدْ فَازْ وَمَا الْحَيَاةُ الدُّنْيَا إِلَّا مَتَعُ الْغُرُورِ Which means everyone, every living thing will taste death. 
and only on the day of resurrection shall you be paid your wages in full. And whoever is saved from the fire and admitted to Jannah, only that person, he indeed is successful. The life of this world is only the enjoyment of deception. It's a deceiving thing. We know that no good person will be missed out and no evil person will escape. On the day of judgment, everyone will be paid in full. In this life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us a taste of what is to come, especially if we have been doing wrong, to warn us to repent and return to the past path of steadfastness and righteousness, leading to the pleasure, the rida of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These tests, though painful, are a sign of the mercy of Allah. Allah said, Zahar al-fasadu fil barri wal bahri bima kasabat aydin nathi liyuziqahum ba'da alladhi amilu la'allahum yarji'oon. Allah said, evil and sins and disobedience of Allah have appeared on the land and the sea because of what the hands of men, of people have earned by their evil deeds, that Allah may make them taste a part of that which they have done in order that they may return by repenting and begging Allah's pardon. Repentance, istighfar and tawbah is the key to all goodness. As long as we repent frequently, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help us and take us out of all difficulties. In Surah An-Nuh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the words of Nuh alayhi salam, فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ غَفَّارًا يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدُكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا I said to them, Nuh alayhi salam is saying to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I said to them, ask forgiveness from your Rabb. Verily, he is oft forgiving. He will send rain to you in abundance and give you increase in wealth and children and bestow on you gardens and bestow on you rivers. Hassan Basri was sitting with his students and a man came and asked him and told him, he said, I am coming from a place where there is drought and there is no rain and there is a lot of suffering. Please make dua. Hassan Basri said to him, go make istighfar. Go repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After some time, another man came and he said, I have no children and I want children, please make dua. He said to him, go make istighfar. Repent to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. After some time, a third person came and he said, I am very poor, destitute, I need wealth, money. Hassan Basir Ahmadullah said to him, go make istighfar. So his student said to him, Ya Sayyidi, three people came to you with three different things and you gave them the same solution. Make istighfar. So we don't understand. Hassan Basri Rahmatullah recited these ayat of Surah An-Nuh. And he said that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said that he will send rain and he will give children, he will get wealth. Same, same solution. For all your difficulties, make istighfar. Because that is the solution that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us. I remind myself and you to make istighfar frequently. Rasulullah himself used to make istighfar in one hadith, one narration, 70 times. In another narration, he said, I make istighfar 100 times a day. One of the most beautiful ayat of the Quran. In Surah Al-Anfal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ لِيُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَأَنْتَ فِيهِمْ وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Allah will not punish them while you are among them. Nor will Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punish them while they seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness.
to have rasulullah sallallahu amongst us today is to follow his blessed sunnah with the sahaba he was with them in person with us he is with us to the extent that we follow his blessed sunnah to the extent that we mention him we talk about him we show our love for him we tell each other about him our children and we grow in, and we raise them in the hub of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam to that extent nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam will be with us and when the nabi is with us allah said i will not punish you and the second way is to make frequent istighfar which was the sunnah of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam also because it cools the anger of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and averts calamities which otherwise would have befallen us thanks to our actions ibn abbas radhiyallahu anhu said reported and this is in musnad imam ahmad whoever increases his istighfar whoever does a lot of istighfar allah will grant him relief from every worry and a way out from every hardship and he will provide from him for him in ways he does not expect and this is in musnad imam ahmad imam ahmad rahmatullahi himself imam ahmad bin hanbal was traveling once he was very old at that time he was traveling and he came to this small town in late in the night and there was no place to stay so he found a masjid he went there he wanted to go in the masjid and sleep in the masjid the guard of the masjid refused to let him come in imam ahmad tried his best he tried to persuade the guard the guard said no you cannot come here So finally Imam Muhammad rahmatullahi alayhi he said okay let me sleep in the sahan in the in the courtyard of the masjid the guard said no to the extent the guard got angry with him and he caught him by his arm and he took his whatever little baggage he had and he dragged him out and he threw him on the street right now there was a bakery across from the masjid and this baker saw this whole thing So he came from his bakery he picked up his saman his luggage he took him to Muhammad he said please come stay in my bakery So he made his bed there in the corner Imam Muhammad rahmatullah said I was sitting on my on on my bed and I am watching this man baking bread and I saw that continuously throughout the night this man was making istighfar While he's working he is making istighfar So in the morning Imam Muhammad asked him he said I saw you making istighfar throughout the night the man said yes this is my habit i i continue to make istighfar imam muhammad said then in that case allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would have shown you something he would have shown you his karamat because remember this hadith is in musnad imam muhammad eh? imam muhammad is the one who collected this hadith so he says allah would have shown you something what did allah show you the baker said look one thing i know is that every single dua that i have ever made allah has accepted except one now this is even more intriguing ha eh? the man says allah accepted every dua of mine whatever i ask allah gives me except one my master subhanallah he said allah gave you everything he said yes he said, except one he said yes he said what is that one he said i have been asking allah subhanahu wa taala i want to meet imam ahmad bin hanbal but i am a poor man i am in this far off place i can't go to madina and i am very busy and so on i have not been able to meet imam ahmad bin hanbal imam ahmad started weeping the man said why are you crying he said because i am imam ahmad bin hanbal he said i am ahmad bin hanbal and he said allah threw me out of his house and dragged me to your place eh because you made this dua 
you wanted to meet me allah brought me here i wanted to sleep in the masjid allah would not let me sleep in the masjid allah took me out from there and brought me to you this is the power of istighfar and that is why to get close to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we make istighfar we become people of taqwa and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what did he say he said inna allaha ma'al ladhina taqaw wal ladhina hum muhsinun verily allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with those who have taqwa and who have who are muhsinun who do ihsan my brothers and sisters <coughs> we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to enable us to do what pleases him and to save us from what does not please him we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we seek his forgiveness we make istighfar we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our istighfar and remember istighfar without tauba is meaningless tauba means to turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so if i say i am sorry i am doing something i regret i apologize ya allah forgive me and then i continue to do the same thing it makes no sense it is hypocrisy so let us look at our lives each one of us believe me will have something there is nobody but nobody who can say that there is nothing in my life that i have to seek forgiveness for if the, if if anybody is saying that that is from shaitan straight every single one of us we have something more or less that we need to seek forgiveness let us focus on that let us ask forgiveness of allah subhanahu wa taala and let us leave that whatever disobedience of allah subhanahu wa taala that we were doing let us make a niyyah to say i will not do it from today onwards don't get involved in whether this is a small thing or a big thing anyone who thinks that any disobedience of allah is small is committing the biggest disobedience which is kibr with allah subhanahu wa taala whereas where he is disobeying allah and he think this is nothing that is takabbur and that is the worst of sins so let us make istighfar we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to forgive us we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to look at us with mercy we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to cover us with mercy we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to forgive us because he is the only one who forgives we ask allah subhanahu wa taala to forgive us because we are in great need of forgiveness today the whole world is against us practically every refugee in the world is a muslim whether he is afghan whether he is syrian whether he is iraqi whether he is rohingya whether he is whoever he is or she is every refugee is a, is a muslim we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy on us we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have mercy on the ummah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam we ask allah to have mercy on the ummah of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam because rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in a very beautiful hadith he said my life is benefit for you He said inna hayati khairul lakum wa mamati khairul lakum He said my hayat is good for you and my 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 death is good for you The sahaba said ya rasulullah your hayat is good for us how can your death be good for us He said my hayat is good for you because when you have masail when you have questions you ask me I I reply I guide you and my death is good for us because your deeds will be presented to me and if they are good i will thank allah and i will praise allah and if they are evil i will seek forgiveness for you from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the shafaat of rasul allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is with us today but imagine i ask allah ya say ya rab do not send my deed before rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam you forgive me 
I don't say I do not want the shafaat of Rasulullah, but I do not want Rasulullah to see what I do, to know what I do. This is a matter of great shame if that happens to me. I ask Allah to protect me from this shame, and not and not to have my evil deeds and anything I do presented before my Nabi Alayhi Salam. We must repent. We must repent as a people, individually and collectively. We ask Allah to forgive us, Ya Rabb, forgive us. Ya Rabb, forgive us because there is no one who forgives except us, except you. Allahumma inna ka'afuhun, tuhibbu laafu, fa'afu anna. Oh Allah, you are the one who forgives. You love to forgive, so forgive us. Because there is nobody who needs forgiveness more than this Ummah of Muhammad We ask Allah for his mercy. We ask Allah for his support. We ask Allah for his protection. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us in a state where we are obedient to him and we are where we where he is pleased with us and to take us in a state when we are obeying him and when he is pleased with us. Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam taqfir lana wa tarhamna lana kunana min al-khasirin. Rabbana faqfir lana zunubana wa kafir anna sayyatina wa tawafana ma'ala abrar. Ya hayu alladhi la yamut. Ya hayu ya qayyum. Birahmatika nastaghith. Aslih lana shanana kulla. La ilaha illa ant. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasanata wa fi l-akhirati hasanata wa qina adhabannar. Amin ya Rabbil alameen. Ya ibadallah. Rahimakumullah. Inna Allah hayamaru bil adli wal ihsan. Wa itai zil qurba wa yanha'ani al-fahshai wal munkar. والباغي يعزكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله يذكركم عضو يستجب لكم ولا ذكر الله أكبر والله يعلم ما تسنون أقيم السلام